Everybody, hello. Um, this is our second episode on rock climbing, or just climbing. Although mostly I'm going to talk about is rock, not ice climbing. Not yet. Um, so first episode I talked about how to get started, right? So you watched, I joked a bit about you went to Netflix and you watched um, Free Solo with Alex Honnold or um, The Dawn Wall with uh, Tommy Caldwell and... Um, and you're like, oh my god, I want to do it. How do you how do you go about climbing, rock climbing? So I gave you some tips and advice based on my own experience, how to get started in climbing gyms indoors. Uh, some of them outdoors, but basically climbing gyms and climbing walls. Not go outdoors uh, the first time or the first few times until you develop some technique and you gain some confidence and comfort level in what climbing really is and, and uh, the techniques used. Now that you have that confidence, you can go outside, which is way more fun, right? Again, I train every other day, my local climbing wall, right? And, and, and a climbing, couple of climbing gyms nearby. I'd say every other day, it's part of my workout, but it's, it's different, right? When you go out and, and you, you know, you're in outdoors, that's a whole different ball game. Right, one because um, it's going to look very different. Right, there there are no clear holds like in a you know climbing wall. Somebody put those holds there. Right, you see a jog, you see collars. Right, you identify your your route. You know what kind of route you're doing based on the collars. Outdoors, you don't. Right, some of these footholds are hidden. You gotta be creative. Um, you can make it harder for yourself. Uh, you know, in, in the very same you know, route. It could be a two inches apart, right? Um, an easy one than a hard one. So it's a very different environment. Of course, I think it's much more exciting. I think everybody, uh, you do have the competitive climbing folks and you only do it indoors in gyms. That's fine. I respect it. It's impressive. You watch some of them. It's like, oh my God, a Spider-Man. Um, but if you go outside, it's, uh, you know, the environment, the nature, being outdoors, Having those different challenges is just amazing. However, uh, in the climbing gym, you can have auto belays. An auto belay means uh, you don't need a partner to belay you. So if you fall, right, you know the auto belay is gonna pretty much hold you slowly back down, and that's great. It's, I love it because I'm always by myself, right? I don't rely. I don't have to rely on any climbing partner every other day that I'm at the gym. You know, so, and if if I fall, I'm not gonna break anything because I have the auto belay to hold me. Well, if you're outdoors, there are no auto belays in any mountain, as far as I know. Maybe somebody installed one. Um, you don't be very popular though. Uh, so you need a partner. So the first thing, uh, even before selecting where you want to go, is find a partner. In my case, I find professional people to to be my belay partners and to be my climbing partners um i don't um well, i don't have many friends who are amateurs like i am that's one problem but really it is about knowing and trusting pretty much your life in somebody else's hands and i like that person to be a professional uh so my climbing partner at least here in connecticut uh, owns a climbing gym uh near hartford and um and I pay him 
right? It's a commercial agreement. We're friends. He's a very nice guy. He's been doing this for like 40 years. I think he's 50, as I am. And I, I know he knows what he's doing, and, uh, and I trust him. Right? So I always go out with him. He knows also, the other benefit is he knows the rock. He knows a couple of uh, very cool walls. Uh, one is called Ragged Mountain in Connecticut. Um, he knows them very well. He even knows the, you know, the, the level of difficulty in those routes. So what happens is um, uh, I, I schedule with him and, and we go, right? He belay me. He will eventually lead a certain route and set up the anchor so we can do it together. He will help me rappel down and then we go back up. So we make the whole experience you know, very, very different from gen- just driving to the gym and going up and down and coming back home. Um, you will allow, you need to allow at least four hours. That would be my recommendation, right? More than that is you start with, it's, it's too tiring, um, especially if you're doing it like in the summer months. Um, it, you're going to get exhausted. So start with a four-hour, you uh, know, sort of half-a-day trip. Find the right guide. Ask them about the mountains. Ask them about the level of difficulty and what you're going to find and, uh, and how you're going to do it, right? You're going to rappel down and go up because you can you know, go, go around the mountain typically and go up. Um, or are you, he's or she is going to lead first, set the anchor, and then belay you, right? Um, either way, it's uh, you know, multi-pitch, single pitch, without getting too complicated here. It's a great experience really recommend right if you started by listening to you know my first episode and going to the gym for a few weeks go out right don't stay longer just go out schedule something find a mountain find a wall a boulder or something and go out because that's going to i think it's a whole different experience you're going to enjoy going back to the gym now because you need to train right some specifics um to improve next time you go out that's how i play it right i go back to the gym very focused build stamina same wall every other day but i go up and down like 15 times so i'm just building that strength so i can have a specific goal when i'm out in a in a wall you know outdoors that is like 150 feet high um you need to build that stamina so go up and down like like I do, I do 15 times typically in about 30 minutes in a gym. It's a little bit boring, but it builds, you know, my body to go outdoors, which is really fun. That's really the the extreme excitement, adventure, spirit. You know, that that's what it what it is climbing. I think, in my opinion, all respect to the folks who you know do it competitively uh, in gyms and even even in the Olympics. Um, so the the last piece of advice is that I learn, um, although I'm climbing like a 510 with ease rating wise, right in the gym. So, okay, you know, this is a 510, 59, that's a piece of cake. Um, every time I go outdoors, um, it's not equivalent, right? So a 510 outdoors is much harder in my experience than a 510 in the gym. Um, it's very subjective how those right those ratings are set, especially if you start talking about like within the five ten. You can have five ten A, five ten B, five ten C. Those ratings are so granular um, that they're subjective, right? 
Um, yeah, there's general consensus. I think it's clear if it's like a 5.7 or a 5.9, let's put it this way. But if you start talking about oh, this is a 5.10, this is a 5.10D or a 5.11, outdoors it's much harder because the possibilities are greater, right? Every piece of the, the rock is game on, right? Think about it. So you can make it harder. You can make it easier. Um, so I found that generally speaking, like if I and I'm comfortable with a 510, 511 in the gym, I will bring it down, you know, one or two numbers to like a 59, a 58 outdoors. It's uh it's 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 my experience, you know, I it's pretty challenging uh, and every time I try the same the same rating, the same grade that I can do in the gym, <laughs> I just simply can't do it. So, think about that um, even before you climbing it's like, "Hey, yeah, First time you go out, second time you go out. If you're doing a certain rate level of difficulty in the gym, bring it down one or two. Be my recommendation: bring it down two, and then try it outdoors, and then um, you see what I mean. Right? Because again, these ratings are subjective, uh, and I think my guess is the people who do it outdoors um, have much more experience, so they tend to rate those routes at a lower grade than than what we find in some gyms um, that's my only that's a guess really i don't know if it's true or not but it's a it's a fact that i've noticed so for for my own sake i always bring it down to like yeah i'll go to a 58 you know and then if i can do it you know then maybe i'll push the limit to a 59 and maybe a 510 right because i can do a 511 in the gym I will never go 511 outside because I know it's a waste of time, right? I'm going to do halfway. I'm going to say, okay, I'm done and ask for to somebody to belay me down. So that will be my last piece of advice going outdoors. Um, I'm going to record a couple more episodes about some cool places to do it outdoors. Uh, you know, especially the Red Rocks in Vegas where, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's in Vegas, but it's not in Vegas. I'm not a big... Las Vegas fan or the strip or the casinos I, I don't play but if you you know 30 minutes out you know you can find these amazing rock formations that are perfect for for climbing actually Alex Honnold the free solo um uh, he he lives there right and the reason he lives there is because he has such an amazing rock formation it's his playground so envy him uh he has this that in his backyard so I'm going to record some episode about that experience, how to you know find the right guides there and uh, the best routes and everything in the next one. Okay, later. Bye.